When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX and I am joined by a brand new co-host today. That's right. I'm replacing both Jesse and Michaela with Cooper Hummel from the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think that it's going to be a magnificent show going forward we have uh, some great chemistry but of course before we get to that i want to let you guys all know that this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings sportsbook go get down on the nba finals action i know it hurts it hurts me just to say it but get down on the nba finals action with the DraftKings sportsbook new customers can bet five dollars on either team to win their game and you will get 150 dollars in free bets instantly that's all you got to do over at the DraftKings sportsbook of course very excited to be joined by Cooper Hummel from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Our boy Coop has been doing some great things this season as a rookie for the D-backs, and it has been very exciting to see uh, some of his big moments already early in this season. Uh, no re- disrespect, I will be bringing Jesse and Michaela back eventually, but I don't know. I'm going to see how long this this thing with me and Coop can go. But before uh, you know, before we get to any of that, wanted to let you guys know uh to go over to gophnx.com and sign up for a membership if you haven't done so already uh wonderful writing all sorts of stuff coming out uh jesse and i have been talking about the home runs for the diamondbacks in may joe mantiply what exactly is going on with certain members of this team and the uh offensive output that they've had so make sure to sign up at gophnx.com if you're not a member already Uh, you can get an annual membership which will get you a free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com or you can get a month-to-month option where you can get your first month for just 50 cents uh of course both options give you not only access to our members only discounts over at the phnx locker the foresaid phnxlocker.com but you also get uh members only access to our discord where we'll be chatting about this diamondbacks team all season long uh but without any further ado uh, now i wanted to introduce uh, arizona diamondbacks uh outfielder uh, potential catcher and just all around great guy uh here's my interview with cooper hummel and first obviously thank you so much for joining us man i appreciate it yeah. Uh, very, very excited uh, for uh, your first walk-off hit the other yeah. night. That was uh, that was exciting. This team has been exciting. What was uh, what was that like for you? Uh, man, as far as the walk-off goes, like it's my first ever. Right, literally right. high school, college, pro ball, whatever. Um, I've had game-winning hits. There's just nothing like. There's nothing like it. Like, yeah. A game winning hits cool, but like the fact that you get a hit and the game's over, it's like that's just super. It's just a surreal feeling, super exciting. Um, as far as the team goes, I mean, you said it. Like this team is exciting. It's it's a different vibe. Like we're we're pretty dang good. If you, if I do say so myself. Like <laughs> aside from our eight games against the Dodgers the last two weeks, like we've been on a tear. Like I really, I'm not jealous of the team that has to face us. And like this ten game road trip coming up, like. Pittsburgh's coming in hot and like, obviously, you know, 
we just beat the defending world champs. Like we're coming in hot too. Like it's going to be a fun series playing Cincinnati too. And like going to Philly, which is another very good team. Like I'm like, I take us 10 out of 10 times. Like there's no doubt about it. Like I bet on this team every day of the week. Like, I, I love that confidence. And I, and I feel that too, right? Like this team seems like, even though the personnel isn't that different from last year, which was yeah. probably the biggest, biggest criticism coming into this year, you guys have been a, a damn good baseball team. And uh, I guess you being a newer guy to the, to the team, what's the atmosphere like in the clubhouse? I mean, is, has 2021 kind of been put behind and no one really talks about it? Or is there still like kind of discussions about how, how bad last year went for this team? Uh, I think the beginning of the year, like there was discussions like, Hey, we got to flip the page. We got to flip the page. Yeah. I wasn't here. I had no idea what it was like. I don't know what it felt like. Like you heard about it. You're like, yeah, like we're just not going to talk about that. Like that was a bad year. And it's like, sure. you know, we start off game one and we're like, we're walking off San Diego. We're like, dude, like this is a new year, new team, like whatever. And obviously we hit a skid, like the first week and a half, two weeks was not our thing. And you could kind of tell there was like, Oh no, like, are we going back into 2021? Yeah. But we hit that series against the Dodgers. We will take two. And then we haven't looked back. Like it was just definite like turning point. And our pitching has been lights out all year. Our bullpen has been great. Our starters have been amazing. Like we were doing really good things with the bats for those first, you know, 14 games. So I don't think anyone was hitting the panic button. You could just kind of tell like there was like a, like a, okay, like when's it going to come? Like when is the team kind of going to like explode and like, become what 2022 is not what 2021 was yeah yeah and we uh, talked about we talked about everybody working together at like all the pieces working at the same time and when you yes. guys do have everybody kind of clicking in the same direction that's where this team seems to be very very good 100 percent. and i we're dangerous like i i really believe it like when our starting pitching dawn i would take our five guys over any other five guys like i know that's aggressive considering like you can go look at the Dodgers and like you have Kershaw Bueller, like you got Urias and you like, you go to the Mets, you got Scherzer, like, but like Merrill on his best day can beat any one of those guys. Gallon on his best day can beat any single one of those guys. Yeah. Like I trust every single one of them whenever they go out and they have the ball, like they're going to give it everything. And like, they're good pitchers. Like I've caught, I've caught a few of them. Like I caught Merrill this off season. Like his stuff is as good as anyone's. Are, and speaking of that, you you did catch you you are a catcher. Are, are we going to see more of that from you, or is that just kind of like a backup role for for catching the guys when they need uh, someone to do bullpens and stuff? I think that's a better question for Tori. All right, <laughs> I, I have no idea. We'll um, leave it up to him. Yeah, I, I think obviously I had the two innings with position players, um, giving guys like an inning break, sure. um, and then with uh, Varsh getting hit in the shoulder the other day, um, getting that backup role behind Hosey. Um, I love catching if that's something that develops more, like I'm totally up for it. Obviously we have Carson coming back at some point soon. Um, and my role behind the plate will be limited even more, uh, sure. when you got Carson and then Hosey, who's been doing a great job this year. And then of course, you know, Varsh who caught a good amount last year. Um, so I, I don't anticipate it being one necessarily, but if the role, happens then it happens like I, i'm working on it i'm ready i can 
Tori loves Tori loves versatility. So yeah. I promise you, I promise you, you keep that, you keep that attitude. It'll happen. But my, um, my friend's a big fantasy baseball guy. And he's like, dude, you get 10 games. You're, you're catcher. <laughs> like, you got seven more, like figure it out. Yeah. Just got to get you in there for this many and you qualify. Yeah. I can start you. Um, but you've, you've had some big hits already this year, not only the walk-off, but your first hit of the year was a three run home run. Your first major league hit for you. How did that feel to get not only that, behind you but for it to be such a momentous occasion uh man well I, I think the other thing too is like the end of the first series like that was the last step out of the first series for me and it's like yeah i really did not want to go into the next series not having a hit sure uh, sure so like there was that and you know i had a couple the first day against uh against Manaya where it's like man you you hit that 100 plus like that could have easily been a hit or like Abrams made two great, great plays on me. And like, guys are like, dang, dude, like you had it. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, okay. Like, but we're getting to the end of the day. I'm like, God, like, I really wish I had that. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it ended up being a better moment. And yeah. I'm, you know, more thankful now that like those other hits didn't happen or like those other ground balls or um, line drives that I might've had, like got caught. Obviously I, I liked the hit, but it was, it was pretty special having family and friends there. And um, I, yeah, the reaction was pretty cool to watch too. It was awesome. It was a, it was a great, uh, I guess, I guess I wanted to know, like, can you describe what the first time hearing that coop chant, uh, from the crowd at chase field was like, cause that, that seems like a big moment. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, I'm sure you've heard it before, right. But this yeah, is probably I mean, one it, of the more significant ones. Yeah, it definitely was. It was pretty significant. Like I'd never, it's indescribable. Like I've, the moment I stood up on chase field, like my first at bat, like when, like walking out there, you're like, oh man, like this is happening. Like, yeah. Um, it's just like I've had that moment multiple times this year where it's like, wow, like we got thirty thousand people here and like the eyes are on my at bat. Like it's, it's really indescribable. Yeah. It really is. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of words to describe like how I felt, but it's like, it's all on you. Like it's, it's this moment that you've always like dreamed of. Sure. And when it has come to fruition, like it is the most, um, it's actually the most at peace I've kind of ever been. Okay. The weird way to say yeah. it. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, because you, you've wanted this for a long time and I know yeah. how big of a dream this has been for you. And I honestly, like as an observer for baseball from the outside, baseball is very difficult to get to the point that you're yeah. at right now and, and to make it to the big leagues and to have these wonderful moments that you've been able to have this season. Um, and I, I, I get that, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a long path. I know you've had a long path, but I also saw you were mic'd up on opening day, which was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And uh, I, I have to point out that a couple of times you said more than once that you snuck in on opening day. Did it, <laughs> did it feel like that for you? Did you have like a bit of imposter I mean, syndrome being there? Uh, on opening day? No, like, I think the, I think kind of coming in, like I had no idea where I was going to fit in this year. I didn't know going into camp, like you had in your mind, you're like, yeah, like I belong. Like I can make this team. Like I, I was doing a lot of really good things at camp. Um, but you know, I, we have David who was and is our left fielder. Like right. you have our show, you know, his spots in center field. Paven is a great right fielder and has done a really good job for us this year and last year. And, um, you know, you have Seth and Walker and like, 
got kind of like the way my positioning would work, like there got to be some moves. And like, I knew this coming in. Um, and obviously you have other guys like Alec, who's recently been called up and had a really good spring training and, uh, you know, Jake McCarthy and like, um, no, like I knew I was fighting for a spot, but I didn't, I didn't know how things kind of play out. Sure. Um, and when at the end of the year, at the end of spring training, I still hadn't been told if I made the roster yet. Like guys are like, well, you're still here. Like, congrats. And I'm like, <laughs> like Ian Kennedy, like, t- like the day before, um, like season, he's like, dude, congrats, man. I'm like, thanks. Like I'm still here, but I haven't made the team yet. No one's told me. Um, like Tori told me right after practice that Wednesday before the game. And, and like, we had a couple other guys still, still around that didn't make the open day roster. So like at that point, guys are like, have I made it? Have I not? And so, sure. um, when I say like snuck in, it's like, like I'm hanging around at these like moments and like, they're using videos and pictures from like the two or three days prior, like in the exhibition yeah. games and the practices yeah. and they're making it like putting into opening day videos. And I'm You're like, like, they didn't edit me out. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I'm, I'm standing all the, like in all these pictures or in these videos and they're talking about like opening day, two days yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. I'm in like half of them. And I'm like, I haven't made the team yet. No one's told me. <laughs> so uh, like a friend of mine had texted me and, the comment was like, Hey, like, don't mind me. I'm just sneaking into opening sure, day. Sure. <laughs> like I'm just standing there minding my own business. And, yeah. uh, almost I, hoping, almost hoping not to get noticed so that they're not like, Hey, why is that guy still here? Kinda, yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, I, yeah, the imposter syndrome was not like there for me personally, but it was, it was just kind of funny, like not, not being told anything until yeah, like after yeah, practice yeah. and yeah. You know, there being all these things posted about opening day coming up, and like, did you did I mean, was there a point where you wondered if maybe like if they just forgot to tell you or something, or like, to be honest, kind of like, yeah, you're, <laughs> like, you're on Twitter and you're like, man, like Julio Rodriguez just was told. Like, uh, I'm trying to think of who else was told before opening day. Oh, Torkelson was told, and I'm like, yeah, like their top prospects. Maybe that's just different. Like, sure. <laughs> and then my wife was sitting there talking to other wives, and they're like, yeah, like yeah, so-and-so wasn't told before his opening day, like three years ago that he made the roster. He was just there. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, well, okay. <laughs> like, I'm not going to have that moment. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had no clue. And like, I'm sitting there with like Hager was there like a couple of days before opening day too. And he's like, we're talking, we're like, dude, opening day, like this is going to be sick. Obviously Hager didn't make the opening day roster, but he's here now. And like, yeah. So like just seeing how this all played out, like it was just like I'm sitting there going, "Well, I I guess I'm here. <laughs> you're, you're here." So, well, and they were right for getting you here, right? Yeah. You've uh, you're you're now in the top two percent in the league in walk rate, and uh, been doing great. Uh, have you always been a really patient hitter, by the way, or is that something that's kind of developed? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm I'm always pretty patient, sometimes to a fault. Um, okay, I I think. We, we've seen that a couple of times this year where I've like taken some good pitches to hit um, or like some borderline ones. Um, I like to think my zone is better than the umpire's zone, but yeah, I, we, of course, I, of can't, course. I can't argue with that right now sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've always been pretty patient. I think it kind of took a turn for me um, in college. Like I went, I'm, I'm really aggressive too sometimes early in the count. And I think what's kind of happened is like the older I've gotten, the more I figured out how guys are going to pitch to me. Sure. And if I don't get a certain pitch, like first pitch to the at bat, like 
I can be super selective and hunt what I want. Um, yeah, it's just kind of happened. I don't really, I don't really think about it. I don't really know. Like, I know that's kind of my thing is like, yeah, you get on base, you walk a lot. And like, like I said, it gets me in trouble sometimes. Sure. Uh, definitely been more patient recently. Like, uh, well, we saw that with the team at, at a point too, right? Where yeah. they were, you guys were walking more than any other team in the league, but the bats still weren't there as far as hits and things like yeah. that. Right. So, 100%. But, but it came around and I, I wanted to ask about working with Joe Mather as Joe Mather uh, had a big impact on you so far. Yeah. Joe easy and uh, shorty. Like I, I work with all three of them all the time. And, um, they're awesome. Like it, this is a great group of hitting coaches. Um, I really like what they're doing with everyone uh, myself personally too. Like, um, we have a great routine set up and, um, they really get me as a hitter too. So, um, having the ability to bounce ideas off of them, both like from a swing standpoint and just as a mental standpoint, like they've really helped ground me. Like I know I've needed that a couple of times. Sure. Um, obviously knowing my role right now as a platoon bat versus lefties for the most part, um, or, or a late game pitch hit, uh, role, um, finding, you know, mentally how to do that or, you know the right way or like hey you're hitting balls hard but like you're out like let's you know stick to our approach like they've they've really helped me um stay level-headed and grounded and like stick to what i do best we've heard that they've been providing a really tailored approach to everybody like specifically yeah. for each hitter uh, same thing with with uh, brent strom with the pitching and i i just that the coaching staff we were kind of over the moon about the hires they made and i feel like it's kind of you know been reflected about how good you guys have been this year and yeah. the way you guys have been able to play some of these teams uh so well yeah uh, no the coaching staff's been great i mean every single one of them here like i i've only played for this big league staff like i've had sure that's yeah. like this is but it's a good staff to play for <laughs> a great group to play for like everyone's positive everyone's got an idea and like you said they're like really individually tailored to each person, which I think is huge. Cause like, we're all so different. Like you cannot yeah. me or like, you cannot work with me on how to hit like Marte. Like it just doesn't work. We're sure. totally different players. That makes sense. Um, I Christian Walker and me, like we're totally different guys. Like we might think the same way in some senses, but like my game is different than walks. Like walks going to go out and hit yeah. 35, you know, and I'm, you know, hopefully going to hit 15, you know, sure. it's just different. Yeah. Yeah. But you've been doing this for a long time. I know we kind of talked about a little while ago, but you've this has been your dream. I I, yeah. I uncovered by accident an old tweet of yours from 2013 where you yeah. were Chase Field saying that this was where you wanted to you wanted to come play here one day. So it's yeah. really cool that this has happened. But you were also on the Lake Oswego Little League team that advanced to the Little League World Series when you were younger. And uh I guess how how like what impact i imagine that has a huge impact on a kid to to want to do this for the rest of their life yeah i mean I, i've kind of always been a baseball rat baseball junkie yeah um, i mean it started when i was younger like i would you know one of my closest friends growing up like we'd play wiffle ball every time we hung out like we had i lived in a cul-de-sac and we had different spots in the cul-de-sac like you knew that was second base like we were oh yeah we were playing right the field was already set up he had this great front yard where it was like it was perfect. Like he had this perfect edging, like kind of to the backside. You're like, if it goes over that, it's a homer, like each one of these yeah. spots, the base, like we knew. And so we played all the time. Um, and then uh, not just like literally like the literal series, but um, like I, I lived in Japan for a couple of years and played on a Japanese little league team over there. And really? like, that's kind of where I really like really got into it. And like being 
uh, one of the few Americans over there, like my dad and I would just go hit all the time. Like it was like our thing. Um, and, uh, it just kind of, it, it just became my happy place hit, hitting and baseball. So sure. Uh, sure. Well, how old were you when you went to Japan? Uh, I was in second and third grade. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a, like, what a cool experience that is though. Yeah. Like, great experience. You know, I've, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Japan for their like love of baseball and, I'm a big pro wrestling guy too. So they love pro wrestling over there as well. But like, you know, I just, uh, that's, I feel like that's just an amazing experience for you as, as a kid for that. Not, not only just to do something that cool, but to, to see the world like that. Yeah, no, it was awesome. I I loved every minute of it. Um, my wife and I have talked about, you know, taking a trip over there. Um, my parents and I, and my sister haven't been back since. So, um, I know we all kind of want to go back at some point and experience it again now that I'm older. Sure. Um, but it was, yeah, it was awesome. But it, it like really, the way they take baseball so seriously over there, it's yeah. like, it's so different. And so it really, like you either love it or you hate it. Like, I'm just going to put it that way. Like I was yeah, eight yeah. years old on a team. We were practicing from eight in the morning to 4 PM. And it was like all defense in the morning, all hitting in the afternoon. Like, you had to love it. And <laughs> I loved it. Like I loved a little bit of it. They were um, making the future stars. As oh, yeah. As they were oh yeah. Yeah. 100%. Well, yeah. you, and you've been up through a lot between now and then I know you've had, uh, through your baseball journey, you've, um, uh, you've had some discouragement along the way and you've kind of like used that as times for, you know, fuel and, and, and kind of a way to inspire yourself to, to push harder and prove people wrong. Um, uh, what, what has that been like and, and how satisfying is it, is it to be at this point after all that? Uh, man, I feel like even now, like I'm still proving people wrong, you know, like, um, I wasn't the first round pick. I wasn't the, um, I'm not the six foot four power hitter that everyone loves. Like that still is ingrained in me, but like, it's super satisfying knowing that I've done everything to prove myself right and prove other people wrong. Like I've had people, I don't want to say against me, but like just not in my corner, you know, since I was like 12, like even on the little league team, like I was the smallest one there. Like, I mean, was I one of the better ones in the league? Yeah. But like, there's always politics. There's always different things that go on. You know um, I did my own thing for, you know, JBO is what we called it, uh, you know, junior baseball for junior high and stuff like that, play travel ball. And like, I know there were issues with that, like um, when I went to high school, because like I didn't stay with the same group and um, you know, that the high school coach I had, I had issues with there, like, because I was the smallest one and he told me not to switch it and like, didn't want me to catch. And like, it, there was all these, there's always been different things. And I, at one point he told me I wouldn't amount to anything in baseball. So like, hearing those type of things like it makes you want it even more and like me and that coach have since talked and like we're in a good place and actually it's funny mike one of my closest friends from college and my college roommate he um he coaches with him every day uh, (laughs) and so he reminds him he goes Hey, you remember when you told him this and like, <laughs> hey, just wanted to let you know he's doing really well. And he did yeah, that with baseball card. By years the way. <laughs> and just like, it was just so funny uh, hearing his response. And yeah, yeah. So like I've had things like that or college coaches just like not want to recruit me because I was five, nine, five, 10, sure. you know, and in, in high school, like I didn't grow until my junior year, really. Like I was five, five freshman year and like Oregon state already had their catcher, like Logan ice, who was a second rounder. 
out of there was committed there like freshman sophomore year and i was yeah. like, here in high school yeah, yeah. Uh, hey i'm like the short guy like you want to <laughs> come talk and it was just so like different things like that or like having schools like be interested and then um uh their head coach be like oh no he's too small he's like you know he can't catch at this level so i've had enough of that and then in the minors like you know get drafted and every single year it seemed like there was a there was a speed bump you know like cool like you got drafted but like here you go like you're not active for this amount of time like figure it out and like 2017 i wasn't active for the first 40 games of the year and i was a i came in was a triple shy of a cycle um my first day or sorry no, sorry single shy of the cycle not a triple shy uh that was later in the year and like earned my spot and like had to, i yeah. kind of had to do that each year in some regard like i had a position change from catcher to outfield um the next year and i had to earn my spot as an outfielder they wanted me to play outfield so I could hit more, but I didn't have a spot. Like they were basically saying, Hey, do this, but earn it. And every year I've kind of had to do that. Well, and it's wild because I, I can relate a lot to that myself just with doing this. Like ever since I was a kid, I liked to write and I was always discouraged in so many different ways because you know, there's not money in writing or it's, you know, there might not be a career for you or whatever. Right. So it's like, as much as you would like to say along your journey that you had people constantly, and I'm sure you did and, and we yeah. all do. Right. But you, you, you never expect to have people actually telling you like, Oh yeah, that sounds great, but you're not good enough in some way to live out the dream that you have for yourself. And yeah. uh, I'm, I'm glad you got to prove Appreciate a lot of those people wrong. And in fact, yeah. Uh, your walk-up song, Hell and Back by Kid Ink, is a banger, by the way. And uh, is there a bit of connection there between the lyrics and, and kind of what you've been through? Because it's yeah, yeah, like it. yeah, there 100 percent is. There's definitely a personal uh, personal meaning to me for that one. Um, obviously, it's probably nowhere close to like what the song was actually meant for. And like, sure, <laughs> have I been to Hell and Back? No, but like, I've grinded my way through different things, and like it for me, like walking up to that is definitely like. Yeah, I'm putting my head down. Like I know what I've been through and I know what I've done. Like yep. this is me, and like, like let's go. Like it's, it's definitely, it definitely there's some there's some personal feelings there. It gets me amped up. I know that when I hear yeah. it. So I mean, I totally get it. And I I know what you're saying. Yeah, like the lyrics though, very much kind of talk about what you've kind of talked about with your journey a bit, right? And just the like again putting putting all of that discouragement discouragement behind you, right? Yeah. But, um, with that behind you, you've had some great things happen over the last year, including getting married and getting traded here to Arizona. And it all happened during a pretty chaotic time kind of in society with this pandemic and everything yeah. else going on. So, like, how did you manage that? And and now how memorable is all of it now that it's kind of in, in the rear view mirror a bit? I mean, I as far as trading, getting traded, I... I was the happiest guy in the locker room that day. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, that was probably one of the best days last year. Like, I, I had a good year, but um, getting called in the manager's office before the game, telling me I got scratched, and I was kind of like, what's going on here? Like, yeah. honestly, I thought I was getting called up because um, I was playing first base every day over there for, like, the first – for, like, the week I, before I got called up. And I was like, well, like, I guess the first baseman in Milwaukee aren't really doing that well. Like, maybe this is why. Sure. And like, they had they had changed lineups a few days in a row. Like, 
like where I was like set up and left or I wasn't playing and like we would get to the field and the lineup would be completely changed and I'd be at first. And so like when so I just felt it, like something was weird yeah, like, going on. I, I was at the mall in Jacksonville with my wife and fiance at the time. And I get a, I get a text like from like one of my best friends over there. And he texts me, he goes, dude, you're playing first. Like, what do you like? Where are you? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like that you saw the text last night. I'm not playing game one. Yeah. He goes, no, you're playing game one and you're playing game two today. Like we had a double header. He's like, you're playing yeah. both games and you're, you're playing first. And I'm like, what? And so we're like, we're at the mall, like 30, 40 minutes away in Jacksonville. And like, I'm like, Hey, babe, like, we got to go. Like I got to get to first base. Cause I have I'm not going to say I have no clue what I'm doing, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get here early and start first base ever in my life. I'm a five, right. five, nine, five, ten. Like, right. Dude, you think I'm, I've ever played first? Like, no, <laughs> well, I didn't know what I'm doing around the bag. Like yeah. it's more difficult than everyone gives credit. Like first yeah. base. Credit for. Definitely. Like, I see walk do it every day. And he's like, He's unbelievable. Like, he makes it look easy, right? Especially like the stretches easy. he makes to get to. Oh my god! Like I, yeah. I, I, try, I try to bring that up quite often, but yeah, it's oh. not easy what he does over there. No, it's not. So like, I knew some things were going on. Like I was hitting the ball well at the time too, seeing a lot of pitches, like walking a lot. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, okay, like I get called in. They're like, you're scratched. And I'm like, like is this really happening? And they're like, congrats, you got traded to Arizona. I'm like. <laughs> oh my god like what just happened like my whole world just totally flipped and like wait a second this is great yeah like i walked out of the clubhouse like or out of the uh, the office and into the clubhouse like everyone's like dude are you are you good like i had like the most like i, I don't even know how to describe the face but yeah. it's just like complete shock and like yeah, yeah. like i just got traded and literally everyone was so excited for me like uh that moment, like it was so cool. I got a call from Hazen a few minutes later, uh, Barfield, Josh Barfield a few minutes later. And like just the excitement they had in their voice about like how me coming over to Arizona, like it fit how I was feeling. So sure. um, that was awesome. But like going home and like packing, every, packing everything up and like, <laughs> Hey, like we got to get on a plane tomorrow morning. Yeah. My wife's like, okay. Like, so we started packing everything up. She goes, I can't do this. Like, you're just going to have to go without me. Like, I'll pack the whole thing up. <laughs> so she like, this is too fast. <laughs> yeah, she packed the whole thing up by herself. But, like, it was a whirlwind, total change of life. Like, headed to Reno. Um, yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, getting married this offseason. So, like, we've been planning a wedding from – she was in Nashville with me. So, like, we've planned a wedding from Nashville. And then she was gone, like, back to California where uh, where her parents live. And um, so we were doing it all over Zoom or – over uh over facetime uh, oh you did oh wow how was mess <laughs> yeah i i imagine so so you guys didn't you weren't one of the couples that like put it off oh you? no we put it off we were oh, you did put it off to the situation yeah. we were december 5th 2020 and okay we got to so spring training was going on we're like yeah like we're still gonna be good like this is gonna end in two weeks three weeks like we're golden yeah and so we, training, we all felt that yeah we all, yeah and so like at the time like we were living in oregon and um so we decided oh like instead of going to oregon like we'll just go from spring training in arizona to her parents house in irvine five five hour drive like we'll stay there for a couple weeks sure. and instead of driving 20 hours back to portland like we'll stay at her parents drive five hours in a couple weeks go back to spring training everything's gonna be golden like why why drive an extra you know 15 hours, you know, 
uh, little did I know that we would be there for three, four months. I mean, it was great, but like yeah. we didn't play. Yeah. Um, yeah. So during that time, we're like, yeah, we're planning things out. And we kind of hit a point where we're like, maybe we should stop planning. Like we're getting a lot of like, I don't know, answers sure. from vendors sure. and stuff. Like, hey, yeah, we'll see like kind of like where it's going. We're like, okay, well, it gets to June and we hear through the grapevine that our venue is actually closing indefinitely. And we're like, well, they haven't talked to us. <laughs> and Maybe they should tell like, people that have weddings planned there. <laughs> yeah. Like you should probably tell us. And it, uh, yeah, like, it just was like, what are we, what are we doing? Hold yeah. on. Sorry. My computer's like trying to kick me out of the internet. Oh no! Oh no! Are we good? It's like you've stayed long enough. Okay, I'm good. Um, yeah. So it uh, it was kind of awkward. Like we were like, yeah. uh, "What's going on?" So we like were making all these calls, couldn't get a hold of anyone. Finally, got a hold of someone, and they were like, "Oh, like, yeah, we're just not sure what we're doing." And I'm like, "Okay, like, give us an answer here." Yeah. They eventually called us like a month later. We're like, "Yeah, hey, like, we're not doing this. Like, here's your money. Like, like, you're good. Like, we're gonna." It was like a, it was like a nicer hotel. And I think we're there trying to get into condos and stuff like that. Um, But uh, yeah, we ended up having to like redo everything. So like we went out and found a new venue and like had to get all the new vendors. It was, it was a mess. So we bumped it back from 2020 to uh, 2021. Uh, Well, the the important thing is is it got done, right? I mean, it's, it's funny because my advice to anybody getting married is you're after all of that planning and everything, it you don't even remember it. It happens so fast. Everything that happens yeah. that night happens just so quickly, you know, yeah. but um, yeah. I, I just wanted to say again, congrats on that. Congrats on being a part of this Diamondbacks team. We are thrilled to have you here and uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch you and the guys this season. Thanks. Yeah. It's been a blast. Like I've, I've loved every second of it. It's awesome, man. Well, thank you again for joining me. I appreciate it. And uh, you know, go kick some ass in Pittsburgh. We'll do. <laughs> all right man i appreciate you thank yeah, you so much that was great and uh i look forward to seeing you out at chase field when you guys get back perfect yeah see you right, then. man have a good one thank you again thank for your you time too. yeah all right bye thank you once again uh to cooper for joining us on the show that was incredible it's so exciting to get to know these guys uh better than than we already do and i look forward to seeing him do big things on the diamond for this d-backs team this year of course Got to go give a shout out to our friends over at OG's Brands. Uh, If you haven't had a chance yet, stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch-made THC gummies from our friends at OG's. They have a wonderful variety of flavors like blackberries and cream, orange creamsicle, pina colada, watermelon, all sorts of great flavors. Uh, They have a variety of uh, dosages, uh, doses that come in either 3 milligram dose or a 10 milligram dose, depending on which ride you want to take, as I like to say. And they're perfect if you're in the mood for an uplifting sativa or chill indica uh, to get you where you need to be. So if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's Brands has to offer, go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find OG's near you. And guys, before we go, I have to give you my DraftKings pick of the week. And this time I'm giving you guys uh, kind of a banger of a special that the DraftKings Sportsbook has going on right now. For the NBA Finals Game 1 tonight, uh, on Thursday, this is happening on Thursday, by the way, they have an offer 
for you to bet on either the Golden State Warriors or the Boston Celtics. And if your team that you choose goes up by 10 points at any time during the game, you win. Whether they win the game, whether they lose the game, you win. So I'm taking the Boston Celtics because those odds are pretty good. And if you can put down a significant bet on it, your return is looking pretty good with the Boston Celtics in this game. All they need to do is go up by 10 points. So go over to the DraftKings Sportsbook, put some money on either one of these teams, and let's let's just hope let's do this. Let's hope both teams go up by 10 at some point during this game. We all win, we all celebrate, we all go out for steak dinners. That's what I'm thinking. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. If you are a new customer, you can sign up and get five dollars also bet five dollars or more on either of these teams like i said to win and you will get 150 dollars in free bets instantly so uh, as a new customer you might be able to go over and have yourself a nice little weekend at the DraftKings sportsbook you can turn a small bet into a big payday with same game parlays where you add multiple legs from the same game more legs you add the more money you win you can add a variety of legs assists rebounds points who's going to win uh, who's not going to win, whether they're going to get the number of assists, whether they're not, all sorts of options over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. And again, uh, customer, all customers can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs uh, right now. Oh, I apologize, that that portion of it. But you create your own par, uh, parlay on this, uh, and, and you can win as much money as one of their customers this year that placed a $5 same-game parlay bet and won over $5,000. So, Win big over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download it. Use our code of PHNX. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals, and you will get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And that's all I got, you guys. We thank you so much for joining us uh, on behalf of Cooper Hummel and myself. We appreciate your time. Uh, you can get us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Coop is at uh, at Coop Hummel uh, on Twitter. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also find our show over at, at PHNX underscore D-backs. If you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe. Leave us a five-star review if you think Cooper deserves it. I think he does. I think he's a five-star guy. Uh, also, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel and sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of the wonderful content coming out from the PHNX team, not just us over at D-backs. We got, we got some loaded. We are loaded with talent over here at PHNX. You can find that out by getting yourself a membership over at gophnx.com. Use our code of PHNX over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Of course, that's after you got yourself some OG's gummies. So let's make it a great weekend, you guys. I hope you all have a fun time. Uh, we thank you so much for tuning in. On behalf of Cooper and myself, we appreciate it once again. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you have Cooper Hummel on as a co-host.